show that it is on air on Mondays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Contacto Sintetico webpage and streaming on Facebook. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud, Mixcloud, iTunes, Herdays or Electronpire. Tonight we have a special show dedicated to Electrocamp, the Electro Party that we had in Valencia the last 22nd of July in the hall in the valley where we were DJing together with artists such as ADJ, Enter, Spy DJ, Xavi the Butcher, Latian Go, Paul Jones, Tigerson, Wavelet and Jesus CTJ. We had visitors such as Dark Seed or Dark Vector so there was a huge huge electro gathering. Tonight we're bringing you guys the first part of this special anthology, Electrocamp, dedicated to a DJ in this first show and his DJ set, the set of the party, as well as an interview taking with him about his massive trajectory in the electro scene. A DJ, electro DJ and producer, promoter, founder of Pyramid Transmissions record label, presenter of the radio show with the same name, Pyramid Transmissions, and former record shop owner, talks to us before his performance. So enjoy. Here we are. His interview, A DJ. 
Hi guys, we are here in Electrocamp in Spain, in the Hall in the Valley. Uh, right in front of us, we have the legendary DJ, producer, and former radio presenter, former records store owner and founder of an <laughs> electro uh, record label. He is a DJ, veteran electro activist for around 30 years from London. We just need to take this opportunity to ask him some questions. Hi, Andy. Hello, how you doing, Laura? <laughs> we are so glad to have you here in Spain in this amazing party. It's beautiful. In so, the sunshine, loads of nice people, loads of nice music. So we'd like to ask you a little bit about your uh, trajectory as a, in the electro scene, as a producer, as a DJ, as a promoter, as a radio presenter. So as you're a veteran, how did you start in this style? How did you discover electro music? I kind of sort of started this. I was into sort of all the funk and breakbeats and rare groove stuff that sort of started the, the b-boy scene and stuff. Uh -huh. And then my brother sort of in about 1981 bought a few electro records and I started hearing them and then uh, that was it. I started changed my musical styles. It was just a natural progression, I think, through hip-hop breaks into just listening to old breakbeats in the 70s and 80s and then moving on into electro and uh, listening to Kraftwerk and Ryuki Sakamoto. Mm -hmm. in, in the early 80s, music was wicked. Even pop music like Depeche Mode who crossed over. It was all done on 808s. It was all electro-based. It was wicked. So, yeah, this is that's pretty much where I started and how I started with my musical mm -hmm. tastes. And how did you start to... Or when did you start? To, did you start to, to mix as a DJ? How did you start as, as a DJ? I sort of because I was a record collector. I've all, I always think of myself as a music collector before before I think of myself as a DJ. Okay. Because I always start before I was ever mixing. I collected mm -hmm. music that I liked. So I've always still had that attitude to my mixing and then it was just a natural progression, probably 1983, 1984, getting a pair of turntables and just just having a little jam, learning what I was doing. There wasn't really anyone back then who could mix that well, so you had to learn yourself. It was, mm -hmm. it was the hard way, man. Telk 12 10s didn't exist then, so we had these old Technics turntables with little wheel pitches on. You couldn't really move the records back and forward that much, but it, it learned, you learned the way of, of how to mix rhythms and how not to mix rhythms. So, yeah, it was all new back then. There wasn't uh -huh. any DJs that we had that we could listen to on the radio and go, uh -huh. wow, listen to that guy. You might get a few videos of some scratch DJs and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was just trying to learn. And then, and then later on, maybe in the mid-80s, when the sort of acid house craze started, about 86, 87, then you heard DJs mixing a little bit more proper mm -hmm. and I sort of listened to some really early DJs in that scene playing acid house and techno and some of them were still playing electro and freestyle that was a way of me le learning how to put these mixes together mm -hmm. so all the music that I've been playing for a few years that taught me how to actually then put these things together in a set so mm -hmm. and then my whole thing's just evolved from that and uh, yeah and how, how oh, when did you start to mix In, in clubs or probably about 86 85 86 uh -huh. i did my first party in 86 uh -huh. all underground or yeah yeah it was, a, it was yeah were, it was, were you a resident in some club or we used to do probably from about 87 to 88 we used to do nights down in uh, in a club called in brighton and a club uh -huh. in hastings we used to play various one-off nights in london uh -huh. it was still sort of uh still sort of a fledgling scene then until until the techno craze took off and then we still incorporated all of our electro into that 
so yeah it was just and then i started getting residencies when I, in the early 90s all over london mm-hmm. and then had residencies in birmingham in the 90s and stuff so yeah it just started um evolving from there mm-hmm. going to play in the states going to play in europe in the 90s playing some new music because we had the at the record shop back then and we had uh, we were part of doing the new school electro scene mm-hmm. so we took this everywhere <laughs> we took it back to america and played them electro and they're like what's this it's like this is this comes from here but you've all forgotten <laughs> listen to this oh, so yeah it's nice awesome. <laughs> and how did you how did you start to make music as a producer i think i started probably not till about 1990 when i started messing around with stuff one of my really good friends for years my friend insync used to make the most amazing analog electro and techno stuff in the 90s and uh he got a studio mm-hmm. and i just started jamming with him and learning how to use sims mm-hmm. we had no computers back then we just had analog sequences mm-hmm. a few drum machines and a few sims and just playing around and working out what we were doing so he sort of took off a lot more but around about 94 95 is when i properly finished some tracks that i'm like okay now i know what i'm doing properly Mm-hmm. So started around 90, playing around, jamming with my friends, and then the, I started buying pieces of kit myself. Because even you, you founded a record label? Yeah, in 95, Analogic, yeah, which was electro and techno. Uh-huh. And uh, also you've been uh, releasing in uh, with Andrea Parkes? Yeah, on Touching Bass, and I had my Pyramid Transmissions label with mm-hmm. my partner, Pathic, mm-hmm. who I think you know, John. Uh, yeah, and I uh, recorded for AR. Man, I can't remember how many labels I've recorded for now. <laughs> It's really nice. People like my music. It's like, thank you, guys. Cheers. <laughs> so, as a veteran, in those years, how do you think electro scene evolved? I think it's 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 gone in so many different cycles of up and down. Uh-huh. But the, un- the, the true core of it has always been, it's just stayed there. Mm. There's been places where it's gone quite low and, and down. There's only a few people doing it. And then there's times when it's almost become commercial with electro clash and stuff like mm-hmm. this. But the underground in this music, more than any other music, mm-hmm. has just stayed there and it's always progressed. And that everyone likes listening to everybody else. That's the beauty of this yeah. scene. Everybody likes going out and just standing there and listening to other people playing, yeah. listening to the tracks that other people are putting out. And then we all get ideas. Is and nobody tries to copy each other. Mm-hmm. It moves forward. It's always moved forward. There's no ego. Th- no, no, there's time. no superstars in this one. If you want to be a superstar, go away and be the Swedish mouse mafia mm. or something. You know what I mean? And how do you think electro style, uh, the style of electro evolved? I think the style is, it's, there's always been people that have kept it to the core. Mm-hmm. The very old school way of the 808 mm-hmm. drum machine and yeah. the sort of Roland synth sound, which is brilliant because that's what everything comes from. And it's still people who make really good music mm-hmm. and people who keep it at that core but it's gone in so many different directions mm-hmm. it's mixed with idm when the jungle stuff came out they used all the jungle programming and like really dirty like electro music they it go it can go almost ambient it can go so many things that this 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 rhythm it's not just a dunch, dunch, dunch. it can do so many things uh-huh. and it can make so many so much different music so it constantly evolves there's always someone who's making something you're like i've never heard that before that's wicked really always every week i find another piece of music i'm like i've never heard anything like that that's fresh that's wicked do you think uh, electro music is one of the most versatile styles? of course without a doubt the, uh-huh. the most versatile with this you can do it's not just 
it's not just a beat it's a way of looking at making music mm -hmm. it's to me it's freedom mm -hmm. because you don't have to be anything you can make a hundred yeah. different styles of mm -hmm. this music it all mm -hmm. falls under the family of electro mm -hmm. it's all part of the same thing it can do a million different things yeah, it's, you, it's don't, the, you don't depend on commercial no, or no, financial it's, no it's not the, people make this because they love it right? exactly because that <laughs> the, it has the freedom to do this you wouldn't make this music if you wanted to make money out of it because we yeah. all do this for fun uh -huh. get a few gigs paying and all that it's all good money so we do this because this is our love some some producers they say that electro didn't evolve enough oh man well they haven't heard us guys play then have they <laughs> So, yeah, you have another different that, that, opinion. That's right? my simple answer to that. Come here and have a listen because you've got about 15 brilliant DJs playing <laughs> electro music you've never wished you would ever hear. So come along if you don't believe. Simple. Well, maybe some people get yeah, fed have an, up Have an opinion without listening. That's not right. Come and listen and then have an opinion. And um, how was electro before? Because you've been here like for 30 years or even more. So how, how was electro style before it's been quite crazy the whole the whole start of it in the 80s was more or it was a it was the birth of hip-hop the mm. first hip-hop records yeah. weren't hip-hop they were electro all uh -huh. of them for four or five years mm. it was a whole scene of it was a whole it was brilliant graffiti MCs DJs breaking b-boys everything it was a really it was a really fresh new mm -hmm. thing it was loads of kids from the ghetto going look we haven't got anything but look what we can do and mm -hmm. now they've made a multi-billion dollar industry out of it yeah you know <laughs> so at the start it was pretty much like that then uh then in the 90s the, the end of the 80s and this and the sort of start of the 90s it was a much more detroit influence kind mm -hmm. of thing detroit were the main people in the in the late 80s and the early 90s and maybe some people from miami like dynamics mm -hmm. too and them guys Um, I think that with Underground Resistance and, and Orcs 88 and all that, I think they kept it kind of going for, mm -hmm. for, for the 90s. And then it sort of picked, once it came over here to England, well, I was, it's, we're in Spain right now, but once it came to England, then, then it went in a whole new direction. We had, uh -huh. we had this whole UK electro sound in the early 90s of Carl Finlow and Bitstream and, uh -huh. and, and the two lone swordsmen and, and the electrocute guys and scuzzy records and all this fantastic stuff. And the, the mid 90s for me was the best time. Uh -huh. every, every country was making electro. There was stuff coming from everywhere. Uh -huh. Loads of New York labels, serotonin, uh, chromatics, EMS, all these guys. Uh -huh. There was um, there was Freddie Fresh and all these guys in Minneapolis. There was all the guys in Miami doing stuff. There was loads of people in Detroit doing stuff. People in Berlin. People mm -hmm. in people everywhere were making electro. Mm -hmm. it was, that was the best time for me from about early 90s up until the late 90s. It was even 2000s. It was just kicking off everywhere. Mm -hmm. everywhere. So, do you miss those years? A little bit, a little bit, because it was so big. There was there was people coming. I used to go many places. I've been lucky enough this year to come and play for you and play in many places. It's been really nice. But back then, I used to have people from America and people from Europe coming to stay with me in London all the time and playing with us and playing at other mm. parties that Haywire were putting on and other people were putting on. And then everyone everyone would be going and mixing and it was it was a really this was when the electro forums on the internet had uh -huh. just started. Uh -huh. So everybody had just connected and everybody's like, oh we're doing parties, we're doing parties, we're doing parties. Wow. It was a really, really exciting time. <laughs> So, what do you miss the most? Do you do you That's really what I miss that? the, the worldwide connection of everything. Uh -huh. 
now we still have this now with the internet but i think because it's such a small thing we um the, the the one thing the one difference is back then there were so many people that were into electro and people who knew the history of it uh-huh. now a lot of the places i go and play like i played in berlin last week there were uh-huh. 700 people in the club dancing to electro which mm-hmm. was wicked yeah but they're all sort of 25s which is really good we're getting young people in it but they don't know the history mm-hmm. so we've sort of lost all the people that know the history yeah. so we need some of them as well that's what i miss the most okay. the people who know the history of uh-huh. of where this comes from uh-huh. and what we went through to get this music to people because mm-hmm. there was times when nobody was playing this and people were like what the fuck are you playing i was like have a listen <laughs> and then 10 years later they're like man them records you sold me in your record shop they're amazing i was like oh no i told you 10 years ago dude catch up with the times you know <laughs> and how have you evolved me yeah yeah i think from the early years i think i've evolved in um i've always I've always liked to experiment with stuff and I've always looked for when I'm DJing I've always always like I said I'm a music collector so I've always tried to look for the new thing for something that everybody else hasn't got that not everybody else is playing mm. I love so I think back in the early years there was only a certain amount of stuff and, a, and sort of one style of electro that mm-hmm. you could that you could play but now there's so many different styles of music and I'm lucky to know so many fantastic artists and DJs and I just want to play their music and I've, I've, now I find that I've, I've got a really unique sound that that nobody else has mm-hmm. but I think everybody else has that but it's just it's just I've really I like to play music that I think nobody else has got mm-hmm. some so of it they'll have everybody's this got this is how every- do you see yourself as a producer like Um, I'm a DJ first, I'm a mm-hmm. record collector first, DJ second, and then a producer third. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the music I write, otherwise I wouldn't write it, but I listen to other people's stuff every day and I'm like, I wish I would have wrote that. <laughs> really wish I would have wrote that because that's wicked. So that's that. That's what gives me something as a producer. I've always tried to, I never get stuck in one thing. I always try and, and move uh-huh. forward and do different things all uh-huh. the time and try different things because I'm lucky to have music that I can listen to that makes me go well. Uh-huh. Um, you have been going on with electro without stop. What is the secret of not getting fed up of electro music? Because some, some Be people diverse. Are... Be diverse. Mm-hmm. Don't just get stuck in one sound. Mm-hmm. Electro isn't like we said earlier. Electro isn't just one thing. If you got stuck in that one little thing which you think Sometimes, I'm going to say this, sometimes people can get a little bit too purist. It's like, it has uh-huh. to be that. I love purist electro. It's what I grew up on. It's my soul. It's my life. But don't just get stuck on that. Yeah. Let it grow. Let it expand. Let it do lots of different things. Mm-hmm. That's how I don't get bored of it. Well, I suppose that some people that get fed up of putting put so much effort of uh, the style and not getting anything back because yeah, it's so underground and there's no public there's no people there's no I understand this so I know and many lots of effort yeah I for know. nothing this is this is where the actual love <laughs> comes in this is this is either what you are or you're not like I said there's been many times in my life when nobody was playing this and everybody thought I was mad but it's what I love what I play I can't play some music that yeah. I don't like this is what I mm-hmm. want to play and this music is so good it needs to be heard by people <laughs> um, any, any plan for the future 
yes, keep making music, keep mm-hmm. playing music, keep meeting lovely people, keep going to many places as I can, and <laughs> put on parties with all my favorite artists. Yeah, that's about that's it. That's great. <laughs> Will you release an upcoming reference release? Uh, yes, I've got a, a, a vinyl EP coming out on a label called Further Electronics in London, wow, which will amazing. be out in about four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be out in July, but it's just been put back a bit. Uh-huh. Um, Yeah, so that's a four-track final EP, electro EP. Then I've got Pyramid Transmissions EP coming out oh, as soon as awesome. I get my head, right, as soon as I get my arse in gear and do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and any any upcoming event as a producer, as a DJ? Um, I'm going to, right, I've just been playing quite a few gigs. I'm going to uh, America in uh, in August to play for my old bros outside recordings, oh, who I haven't seen for 10 years because I got deported for something silly. <laughs> But hey-ho, we won't say anything about that. So it's my first time I've seen my bros for 10 years and they're, they're They're my homes, and uh, we, 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 uh, okay. yeah, they're my, they're my family. So I'm going to play for outside, and then I, I think I'm playing at Tippers Festival in Missouri when I'm there, and I think I'm playing nice. in Houston, Texas. So, cool. man, it's nice. It's uh, <laughs> thank you, Electro. Thank you, people. I, I like doing this, man. And you're no. all, you're all wicked. I'm sure we will enjoy so much the gig of tonight. Yes, yeah, so, so will I. I'm looking forward thank to hearing everybody. Thank, thank you, you, Laura. Bye. Thanks.
big beat the bug the bug bug big beat the bug the bug bug you got it a big beat the bug the bug bug big beat the bug the bug bug a big beat the bug the bug bug big beat the bug the bug bug you got it a big beat the bug the bug bug big beat the bug the bug bug a big beat the bug the bug bug big beat the bug the bug bug you got it a big beat the bug the bug bug big beat the bug the bug bug a big beat the bug the bug bug big beat the bug the bug bug you got it a big beat the bug the bug bug big beat the bug the bug bug a big beat the bug the bug bug big beat the bug the bug bug you got it a big beat the bug the bug bug big beat the bug the bug bug a big beat the bug the bug bug big beat the bug the bug bug you got it Thank you. 
chronic, super 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 chronic,
this is the end of tonight's show. We hope you enjoyed a DJ's interview with all the interesting things he said to us. And we hope you enjoyed his DJ set recorded from the party as much as we enjoyed in Electro Camp. We have to go now, but we'll be back as always on Mondays from 9 to 11 on Contacto Sintetico webpage and Facebook streaming. Enjoy our style. Never forget, never forget to love and activism. And see you next week. Bye.